Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan with Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you again for this week's podcast. We thank you for those who have joined us. We pray for those who have shared this podcast with their friends, their family, their loved ones, and the unsaved. We pray for those who are sick with the COVID-19 virus. We pray for healing for them. We pray for the doctors and nurses who are giving care to those who are sick. We pray for this country. We pray for the world. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return into empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. This week, I want to talk about the miracles of Jesus. There are 34 miracles recorded in the New Testament about Jesus, which at first glance may seem like many miracles, yet within the three-year ministry of Jesus, this is about one a month. Those numbers are deceptive because in John's gospel, it tells you what really happened. In John 21:25, it says, And there are also many other things that Jesus did, which, if they were written one by one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Amen. My friends, can you imagine being with our Lord every day for three years, watching him perform miracles on a daily, hourly, and minute-by-minute basis, to see the faces of those who had been healed and the faces of their loved ones? With the presence of COVID-19, we need some miracles. My daily prayer includes a prayer for the sick as well as a prayer to keep those who are well safe. In addition to social distancing, how about some social praying? Miracle number one, Jesus changes water into wine, found in John 2, verses 1 through 11. Now, Jesus was no party pooper. Otherwise, why would he be invited to so many events? Both he and his disciples were invited to this wedding. Then, disaster strikes. They ran out of wine. Now, anytime you ran out of wine, it would be a poor reflection on the couple. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was also at the wedding. Mary's statement to Jesus telling him that they have run out of wine is met with a curious reply from Jesus. John 2 verse 4 reads, Jesus said to her, Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? Folks, I have a favorite quote attributed to Bob Carter that says, A lack of planning on your part does not necessitate an emergency on mine. I think Bob borrowed his saying from Jesus. But Jesus, being a compassionate person, chose to remedy the crisis by having the servants fill six large water pots full of water. In John 2 and 8, Jesus asked the servants to take a sample of the water that had been turned into wine to the master of ceremonies. His endorsement was, that they had saved the good wine for last when the custom was to set out the good wine first. The second miracle of Jesus is found in John 4, verses 46 through 54, when he healed the nobleman's son. Jesus was back in Cana, where he turned water into wine, and a rich nobleman traveled 20 miles from Capernaum to beg Jesus to go back with him to heal his son. My Christian friends, how much anguish do we suffer over the health and well-being of our loved ones, especially our children? The coronavirus has made us stop everything and pray. 
In verse 48 of John 4, Jesus gives this answer to the nobleman. Unless you see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe. This response to the man's request still holds true today. Will we believe based on God's word, or do we need a sign from heaven before we believe? John 4 and 50 says the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went his way. As he returned to Capernaum, the nobleman's servant met him, saying, Your son lives. When the nobleman asked when his son started to show improvement, it was at the same time Jesus had spoke the words, Go your way, your son lives, and when the nobleman believed. Notice that Jesus said, Your son lives, and the servants say the same words, Your son lives. Miracle number three is found in Luke 5, verses 4 through 11, when Jesus, the carpenter, instructs Peter, the fisherman, how to fish. Jesus had used Peter's boat as a platform to teach the crowds that had followed him. After he finished speaking, he instructed Peter to go out to the deep part of the lake and cast your nets. Peter's reply was, they had fished all night without catching anything. Friends, how often do we give up when things don't go our way? But Peter responds, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. You see, Peter believed Jesus at his word. We have his word, but do we believe it? The Bible says, after Peter let down his net, he caught so many fish that his net was breaking. He had to call his fishing partners to help them, and there were so many fish, both boats began to sink. Miracle number four is when Jesus cast out an unclean spirit, found in Mark, the first chapter, verses 23 through 28. Jesus was teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum, and there was a demon-possessed man among them. The man cried out, Let us alone! What do we have to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Now, folks, this man had multiple demons in him. As he stated, What do we have to do with you? And also, Did you come to destroy us? Jesus did not use any fancy incantations. He simply commanded the demons to be quiet and to come out of the man. This demonstrated the power of Jesus over the spiritual world. Miracle number five. Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law, found in Mark, first chapter, 29 through 31. After Jesus left the synagogue, he went to Simon Peter's house with Andrew, James, and John. Peter's mother-in-law had a fever. Once they told Jesus about the situation, Jesus went to her, took her by the hand, and lifted her up. Verse 31 says, And immediately the fever left her. As I mentioned in the introduction, there are many miracles performed by Jesus that are not specifically mentioned in the Bible. Mark chapter 1 verses 32 through 34 describes the entire city coming to Jesus to be healed of all types of diseases. Miracle number 6, Jesus healed the leper, found in Mark first chapter verses 40 through 45. Leprosy was one of the most debilitating diseases in the ancient world. Spots on the skin would enlarge and turn white, followed by hair loss. Lepers would soon begin to lose body parts. Fingernails and toenails would fall off. Then, fingers and toes would rot and fall off, along with tooth loss. Jewish society would keep lepers away from the general population, 
you had to stay six feet away from a leper. See, they had social distancing back then. But this particular leper believed in the healing power of Jesus, saying to Jesus, you can make me clean. With just a touch of his hand, Jesus spoke healing to the leper, and he was immediately healed. Jesus instructed the former leper to show himself to the priest to be declared ceremonially clean. He also instructed the man not to tell anyone what had happened. Come on, Jesus. Did you really think that a man cured of an incurable disease would be able to keep quiet about being healed? I can imagine the first people he told were his leper associates so that they could also be healed. There were so many people coming to Jesus that he couldn't go back into the city, so he healed people outside the city. Miracle number seven, Jesus heals the Roman centurion's servant, found in Matthew 8, verses 5 through 13. A centurion is a Roman soldier in charge of 100 men. Let's look at the dynamics of this miracle. First, the centurion comes to Jesus, which would be unthinkable for a Roman to go to a Jew for healing. Yet he did it. Second, he begged Jesus. Again, unthinkable. Third, Jesus agreed to travel to the centurion's house to heal the servant. This was against Jewish custom for a Jew to enter the house of a Gentile. The centurion showed how sensitive he was to the position Jesus would be placed if he had come to his house. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 8b, the centurion speaks these words of faith. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Jesus praised the centurion for his faith in front of the crowd, and his servant was healed. How much faith do we have? Our faith is being tested in today's climate. How are you doing with your faith walk? Miracle number eight. Jesus raises the widow's son from the dead. Found in Luke 7, verses 11 through 16. As Jesus, his disciples, and a large crowd went into the city of Nain, a funeral procession was going out of the city. A widow had lost her only son, but Jesus had compassion on her. A widow doing Jesus' time with no support would have a difficult time making ends meet. Jesus touched the young man, told him to arise, and he did. He also began to speak. The crowd recognized the power of Jesus by saying, God had visited his people. This plainly showed that Jesus had power over death. Yes, God visited his people to show who he really was, a compassionate, loving God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your son and your son's miracles, showing his power over water, over disease, over nature, and over death. Let us be faithful and continue to ask for miracles to be done this day. In Jesus' name, amen. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins and you'd like to get to know him, pray this prayer with me. Father, come into my life so that you may touch my heart, work a miracle within me so that I may serve you the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to God's family. I invite you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. 
If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the Donate button. Your donation is secured through PayPal. You may also write to us and send your donation to P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. I pray for your health, your strength, and your safety. Have a great week, and be blessed.